What up? It's your boy Chingo Bling. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before we get into the show, quick reminder, I'm a stand-up comedian and the Legalized Freedom Tour starts now. We're headed to Raleigh, North Carolina, February 27th, McAllen, Texas, March 5th, Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th. So many more cities, so many more dates. Hit up the website, ChingoBling.com. While you're there, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash RedPillThemiles so that you can support the show direct. That's right. You'll get access to all the episodes, the full enchilada, and of course, the popping ass chat room in the Discord. How much better does it get than supporting free speech, supporting direct? It's just you and us. Ain't no middleman. But if I would believe it, patreon.com forward slash red pill for the price of a cup of coffee. You can join the community and help us out. Keep the show going and growing. You know what I'm talking about? Without further ado, let's get into the show. Listo. Ladies and gentlemen, ha ha ha, you already know. Woo, you already know what you signed up for. Get ready. If you're a lefty, you might get a little bit triggered. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, we try to use number logic and facts. All of this is backed by science, just like the trucker convoy. You know, the trucker convoy in Canada, they backed by science. Honk, honk. They've, you know, they've you know, outlawed science there. Well, you know, the, the, the government is not using science or common sense. They're using the media and tactics and, uh, you know, Castro Jr. over there, <laughs> Trudeau. I'm convinced that's his son. Trudeau, the little soy boy hoe. Trudeau Castro. Su- Trudeau Castro, a.k.a. soy boy, the little hoe. And the CCP is watching everything that's going on over there. The entire world, world is watching. We're going to talk about it because it's going to have huge ramifications in terms of what world are our kids going to live in in terms of like what role big tech is going to have the media where they get their information from the law uh so on and so forth but this is rpt season number 11 episode 130 i am your host chingo bling we got producer rob in the building morning everybody the number one producer in the motherfucking podcast game i'm gonna have to get that as a drop in the whole podcast game the the whole world i put my producer up against anybody's producer that goes for jamie vernon the whole world. Uh, a Tom Segura, whoever your producer is. Uh, Chin. Chin. Over there at Thick Boy Studios. Ben. Tins. Ben. Yeah, come yeah, on, Yeah, Ben. Man. Come on, bro. You a one-man army over there, Ben. You in the laptop. You know, he's produ- he's going to direct Tim's uh, special. Special, yeah. Very cool. He said he was nervous. Schultz but, is a producer also directed his, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Alex Media. He's, he's dope yeah. with the cameras. Uh, this is Friday, 9 February, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. Come to a show, get you some tickets. Um, many people say, many people say that when they compare and contrast a live Chingo Bling stand-up comedy show, they say it's electrifying, bro. They say it's unifying, it's replenishing to the soul. Uh, everything else is junk science. So you can go, you know, peep the competition, but you'll soon learn that they need to work on their material, and they always resort to things like "fuck those Trump tards," <laughs> "fuck those Trumpers," right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Distasteful. Distasteful, distasteful, just to rile up the crowd, bro. You on the same side of gender pronouns, sir. You on the same side of uh, of the CCP. You support the genocide games. You can't wait to get your pom poms back out for whatever lackluster. Who, who Hillary? Who y'all got? Dude, you just said a phrase that reminded me of something that might be a funny video. Is you doing a classic version of The Rock during the early WWE days? Where he was the most electrifying man, as you just said, okay. in sports entertainment. You are now the most electrifying man hey, we in stand-up gotta, comedy. Hey, we got a shout-out on Bad Friends. That's another <laughs> major, yeah. major 
podcast. That's all we do over here, bro. Everything, everybody that's name dropping us, bro, they know that we in the same circle of majorness. Major. You know what I'm saying? To the top. Major. All the way up. Majorness. So Legalized Freedom Tour is coming in hot. And we, we got new merch in tow. Uh, we will set it off on the East Coast Raleigh, North Carolina. Beautiful free Raleigh. February 27th. Don't sleep. Get your tickets now. Chingobling.com. McAllen, Texas. March 5th. Naples, Florida. March 16th through the 17th. West Palm Beach, Florida. We coming in hot. April 3rd. Tacoma, Washington. I know it's a little woke in the Pacific Northwest. But don't worry. We're going to be like an oasis. Like a droplet of freedom. To purify Oh, the, the, the junk science. So. <laughs> uh, Tacoma, Washington, April 7th. Nashville, Tennessee, you already know, April 14th. Corpus Christi, May 5th through the 7th. Arlington, May, May 12th through the 15th. New Braunfels, May 20th. Abilene, May 21st. Lubbock, May 22nd. San Angelo, June 3rd. Odessa, June 4th. Austin, Texas, June 9th. So many more. Hit up the website. Join the newsletter. Stay in the loop because we also have Albuquerque, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, Oklahoma City. We are working. I don't have an agent. I'm not with a management company. Nothing like that. But we still coming to Denver, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose. I mean, the stand-up comedy world, bro. We podcasting. I mean, you guys are force multipliers. The word is getting out and we're expected to sell out in Phoenix, San Jose, Brea, Oxnard, San Antonio, Addison, and of course, major announcement coming for Houston. That's like 29, 28 cities. Yeah, just light, under 30. You know, just light work. You know what I'm talking light about? Light work, you know, just another year, just another tour, no biggie, NBD. Yeah, you know? no, NBD in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, you're about to I was have about a slip to. there. You know, you know Google's algorithm, you know the AI. Caught yourself very slick-like. I like when people make those memes talking about my, uh, it says my crush, I like you too. And then it says my FBI agent. And they're all like hugging and celebrating because they've been <laughs> spying on you. It ain't even an agent, bro. It's, it's AI. They just got a bot listening. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I know we triggered the algorithm. So hey, you already know. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Red Piltamilis. Help us keep ahead of the censorship, man. If you have not noticed, we're living in very strange, I'm going to use that word because Rogan used it, strange times that you can't even have, you can't even be a scientist and have an opinion. You can't be a practicing doctor and mention what worked, uh, you know, for some of your cases and patients. If he hadn't already used that name for a special, uh, this would be the best time to use Strange Times as a name for a special because that man went from enjoying the uh, the growth of the podcast and the popularity and the fame because it was, as he said at one point, like to a degree where I could still go do things, go places, and people won't necessarily swarm me. You can't do that anymore. And now, especially with the, with the way the media is treating him, he's literally like, he's a household name. Like, he finally has gotten household name status. Not only that, but I'd go beyond household name. I'd argue that like, like you said, if he's out in public, now he got the woke tards that don't even listen to his to his show, and they already prejudge. And uh, we're I know we're gonna dive in with the Rogan story first. Um, so Jay Prince posted like, "Hey, I don't believe this brother's racist." Like he apologized, he he gave his explanation. Like, let it go, let it be. I know that's not how he is. I know him. Basically, putting the OG stamp of approval, letting you know. Don't let nobody assign you an opinion. Like, don't be so quick to jump to conclusions and complaining. Like, this, 
I almost was reading between the lines, almost like this ain't the issue to get riled up over. Like there's so many other things you could put your energy towards instead of trying to cancel somebody that you don't even listen to and you don't even know or understand. So I know what it's like to have a false narrative drawn up in a compilation of clips out of context. And and so, of course, I chimed in on Jay Prince's uh, comments like the OG has spoken, basically letting it be known like. You know, it's okay to side on the side of, of like how I see it. Like, I don't believe Joe Rogan is racist. Right. Simple as that. Of course. Now, many people in, in Jay Prince's comments are like, mm, well, I saw what I needed to see. Right. Or, or I don't need any context. Or there is no explanation. Like, basically, a white man or, you know, can't nobody say this word and this word has power because we took the power back and we own the word and can't nobody say the word and da 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 Bro, I was watching this old Rogan episode with uh, Brett Weinstein. And Brett Weinstein was, this is like a year and a half, two years ago. He was explaining the wokeness the cancer that took over at evergreen evergreen state or whatever college mm -hmm. he was a science professor at well him and his wife ended up getting their name drug in the mud their career ruined in the scientific world and he was explaining how there was a critical theory movement right he said in in the science department at these universities you'd have like the actual science where people were doing the work sometimes they were straight white males some, sometimes they were white male europeans like sometimes they were just whatever it, it it wasn't always black female lesbian queer theory like doing the science and the chemistry and the physics so he said for whatever reason it it started to become uh I guess uh, polarized in a way like where it just for whatever reasons, right? The way people were applying and how they got steered into what studies and departments. He says, plus, if you if you're a minority and you get a Ph.D., you might not want to go into academia. So that might further create the scenario where you got the old white dudes being the science professors and then the it tends to be the young uh, Chicanx, Latinx, and the black female queer theory, like all these people tended to be in the, the other sciences, right? So because those, I'll call it junk science, because those like real theoretical junk science-y type of departments and professors or whatever, because they view everything through the critical theory lens, meaning we look at everything as race. Where is the uh, where's the power? Where's the power dynamics and this and that? So they basically said, huh, white males, straight cisgender white males doing all the STEM. And we're over here on this other part of science. Basically, they started this hashtag shut down STEM and all the major universities and science publications um, all got behind it. They all got bullied into it, like posting a black square for BLM. Right. They basically pushed the hashtag shut down STEM because um, their statement was like, we saw George Floyd get murdered by a racist cop for nine minutes. And then uh, there's not enough people of color in the science, tech, engineering, whatever, whatever. Therefore, science is racist. Scientific method is racist. Shut down STEM. And Brett Weinstein is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, science itself is not racist. Science has no color. Science is like, do you have a hypothesis? Do you have biases? How do we have a method so that we can not get blinded by our biases and false correlations and causations and we can get to the truth? 
Plus, he said, we should be trying to spread STEM, especially in poor communities, marginalized communities, people of color, Native Americans, brown people, whoever, right? So that we can even the gap, you know, with a meritocracy. In other words, if you're Nigerian-American, if you're Salvadorian, whoever, you should be able to study science, engineering, like a young Latina should be able to, you know, be implanted in her head that STEM could be a way out. Instead, they were demonizing it and everybody went along with it for peer pressure. And that is a problem. <laughs> What's the acronym for that? Well, uh, I, it's like science, tech, engineering, math. You know, uh, two things. I want to go back to the Rogan uh, thing. And then also I'm going to mention Marjorie Taylor Greene because she was on Bannon recently. She made some really good points about all this shit. But uh, you posted a picture. So the, the Jay Prince thing was on Rogan's post, right? Yeah, he reposted Rogan's um, second explanation where he's wearing all black, and he's yeah. explaining the N-word debacle. Okay. That whole stupid compilation that somebody put together. So on yours, you posted a picture of Rogan taking all the arrows, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So then obviously there was some some debates and conversations going on in there. I don't know. I didn't really see. What were they saying? Well, I mean... Were it, they like, Chingo, you're racist now? No, most of them were pretty positive, and then you had certain people that... You know, like the ones who were coming back at Jay Prince, like, nah, I saw everything I needed to see. I don't need any context. Oh, Which, yeah. just that phrase alone, what are you talking about? Like, you don't need any context? It's Why would you type that? It's because some people don't even understand how video can lie. They, don't, they haven't been taught that. That video lies all the time. Just because you saw something with your own eyes doesn't necessarily so mean... So what do you call them or what do you say to, to a person who does understand that but is willfully just saying no... I don't care about the context. It's well, just unacceptable. Well, it's idiot think because if Joe Rogan is telling you some of the stuff in this compilation is me quoting, he's like, we're not even allowed to say like, oh, by the way, blank is a bad word. Or yeah. he's like, you can't even, he's like the CEO of Netflix got in trouble or one of the yeah. Netflix executives just for saying it right. was basically using it as an example like oh for example you can't say this 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 and you can't say this because this and it wasn't like he was calling somebody that just like the Morgan Wallen thing you know what I mean exactly it's like, like that it's like it's not every time it's used it's not always with the hard R KKK style like woo you know what I mean like I'm gonna say it to the lady at Target when she was bagging my groceries <laughs> I said it to her cause I'm racist it's like Sometimes it's a professor using it in a certain way. Sometimes you're quoting Richard Pryor. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you, like Officer Tatum did a video. I haven't he, seen it. I heard it was good. I, didn't really, I don't think I watched it all. Um, I, don't, I haven't been seeing a lot of his stuff. But anyway, he did one, and I saw a piece where he was saying, like, you know, they don't mind white kids buying the rap albums, but they look dumb as hell trying to rap along. It's like, and I'm going to walk up in the club, I'm going to shoot and he's like, inward. And he's like, and then I'm gonna get my money and I'll take all the bitches from the inward. You know what I mean? He's like, they're having to pause. Yeah. You can't rap along. And I'm not saying everybody should go around using it willy nilly. You know what I'm saying? But, sure. but in that context that you just said, like Crowder's point was when he was quoting, uh, it was Richard Pryor's, the name of the album, right? I forgot. Yeah. So that inward's crazy. Yeah. So there's the album, there was some critics rock bits, all kinds of stuff that he was referencing, right? That's completely taken out of context. He, I, this is what he was saying, that Richard Pryor had said the reason he named it that was just to fuck with white people, right? Just to get them, make them uncomfortable, right? 
So if and it was a different time, totally and different it's time. Richard Pryor, and it's yeah. sure, but also it, he made the point of like, or any Kanye song or a, whatever, or a Drake song, like, am I supposed to just reinterpret or, or reimagine what the artist was saying? Like, why are people having to change what the artist was intending to do with the word just because all of a sudden you said they can't say because they're white or it's whatever? Al- yeah, it's almost like the argument is, should rappers even be saying it? Like, come up with something else. You well, know what I mean? Almost like it's played out and it's problematic. It, yeah, but isn't... Then this is also him, not me, but telling somebody that you can't say that because you're white, isn't that kind of the definition of racist? Yeah, so look, we're going to be careful not to like... We're going to die on the hill. Not at like, all. We're not sitting here saying, like, we demand the right to be able to say it. Like, that is not what we're saying. Why you got to say what, it like that, though? What I'm saying is this. This is how I look at it. A big part of what I'm trying to communicate is like this whole debate has been used as a as a weird tool and weapon to divide and to control. It's almost like it's been used to control black people even. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like it falsely it's like a tool to get you so triggered and, and like who was it that said uh Damn, was it Officer Tatum? Oh, it was Kanye. When Kanye was like, "What power do we have as a black as a community?" He's like, "What power do we have? We own the N word." He's like, "We own braids. We're allowed to tell people, hey, you can't wear braids because that's our thing and that's cultural appropriation.'" He, you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, "What? That's not power. That's not political power. That's not economic power. We need to be talking about, hey, as a group, as a voting block, like what demands can be made." Um, you know, what type of like economic, what's your consumer buying power? Why is it less than Hispanics and Latino Americans? Why is your buying power less? Why when you do harness, I don't know, a couple billion dollars worth of buying power, why are you spending it on on these products and these brands that don't care about you yeah. and have traditionally not reinvested in you? None of your people own this. You know what I'm saying? Like why why y'all so quick to try to cancel Kanye for some shit, but he's worth nine billion out the mud independent like drawing sneakers and designing clothing and and putting his boys on putting all his friends on all his creative people you know what i mean put rest in peace virgil put virgil on had all these um geniuses around him you know what i mean like i guess what i'm trying to say is like this whole debate of like is this as well this is another thing if people understood the real reason Rogan is being targeted and censored and deplatformed, and they want to deplatform, right? They're slowly erasing episodes. Uh, Spotify is getting a lot of pressure because musicians want to pull their music. Uh, you have this small fringe minority of leftist extremists. That's a lamos. Lamos. You know, it's a small, small minority that's like their voice gets amplified on Twitter and. They make their little demands and an apology and an explanation is never enough. That to me is an issue. The fact that black folk in a black community, like it, it's almost as if someone like an OG like Kanye, um, like Jay Prince or somebody influential like Kanye can get through to the black community and say, look, I know, I know you're upset or those that have seen the glimpse of the out of context and you've never heard an episode. I know you're upset. You reserve the right to be upset. You re- feel those emotions. Have a margarita. Go to a kickboxing class. 
feel it, right? Like your feelings are valid. I totally get where you're coming from. But let's zoom out a little bit. What if I told you that the people that Rogan is interviewing and the stuff he's talking about and, and the the narrative is being destroyed? Like what if I told you that the government and the politicians are abusing you. They're slowly trying to micromanage your life. They want bigger government. They're, they're doing um, a perpetual state of emergency. It's not always state of emergency. Now we can change rules. State of emergency. The way they've handled this pandemic, how they're going about ruling over you, the way they'll frame you, they'll call you racist. The minute you stand up for freedom, they'll twist it up. When the Cubans were rising up for freedom, Oh, man, they just mad because they ain't got enough jabs over there. Oh, they just mad because, you know, uh, it's, it's inside politics, man. That's something with their government. And their government needs to issue out more food. And, and they never said they tired of this communism. Like, you got the freedom, the diverse group of truckers, right? Um, very diverse ideologically and however you want to look at it. The Canadian press, they went from trying to ignore them to framing them to calling them racist to vilifying them to de demonizing them to to arrest them to shut down their block party and now you can't protest you used to have the freedom to protest so if an og explained it to the black community and say look you can be mad at Ro rogan if you want like i'm just going to tell you something and you can go on about your business and you can continue to prejudge and hate and want to silence him and not have any empathy towards him but what if I told you that he's one of the last bits of hope? A dude with a microphone interviewing scientists and different people from different backgrounds, including Sanjay Gupta. And he's willing to have Fauci on. You know what I'm saying? He had Bernie on. He had, you know, a lot of people from the left, Barry Weiss. And a lot of these scientists, even Robert Malone, I think, was like kind of Democrat, liberal, progressive, whatever. If you understand the real reason why they're just using the n-word and after they're done using the n-word para encandilarte you know what i'm saying then they're going to use some transphobe shit they're going to like reframe mischaracterize something when he maybe made the argument that dudes shouldn't just transition into women and then not let their opponent know right who are females biologically and then whoop on them and beat them pummel them to a bloody pope that that's not right they'll they'll fucking turn that you saw how they did Chappelle, and then look don't forget how they did Nicki minaj don't forget little boosie keeps getting keeps getting his pages fucking dropped why he spoke out against the rainbow coalition yeah he's essentially a deplatform from instagram i mean ain't no like Nicki Minaj said she asked a couple questions i don't know y'all we got to pray on it if don't get bullied into the jab boom the white house is the same people reaching out to Spotify. You literally have the American government and the press secretary on TV saying Spotify should be doing more to censor Joe Rogan. What you just said, too, if that doesn't like start tingling your spidey senses when you, you know, start to really think about it or you're confused about it, it should because it, it's no longer like big government and big tech, right? It's like it's not two separate things. It's one's an extension of the other right it's clearly now and i want to go back to real quick somebody had left a comment who i didn't know who this cat was but he's a public figure here in the city he's like a, i don't know he works with the rockets doing music or some shit and he was his comment to, on your post was just like um bunch of m's i seen the clip of bro saying the n-word five minutes long that's what that wasn't cool for whatever reason you said he works who is this i don't know he's, said, he's a he's the mc for the rockets i guess uh what's his name uh hard body kiati 
Oh, okay, Kiati. He's yeah. a he's a ra- yeah. It's my boy. We've done like probably three songs together, and he replied to me. Yeah. Hey, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care because guess what? What they're doing to Rogan, they're eventually gonna try to do to everybody that tries to speak up. That was my next point. Like, how many people do you have to like? How many people do you have to witness? We already said, you know, uh, Boosie and the whole, you know, Minaj. How many of these people have to have the same kind of like circumstances in order for you to be like, okay, they are coming for everybody at some point. Yeah. So, you know, to Kiati and everybody who doesn't want to give Rogan the benefit of the doubt, they probably don't even listen to Rogan. They can have their opinion. I'm going to have mine, but I'm going to say it again. I don't believe Joe Rogan is racist and you're not going to force me to believe something. I know, you know, I'm I'm not no mind reader, but based on looking at the clips Either either A, depending on what it was, either A, he's telling a story about being at the movie theater. He said it was in bad taste. He was trying to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Basically, I think he even like deleted the episode. All the other times, he's like quoting shit. This one of like the smartest dudes of our generation. He, you know, he seems, you know, anybody that listens to him seem, just takes away that he's curious and he wants some kind of objective truth. Yeah. And he's not falling for the okie doke. You know, he was one of the first people to bounce out of uh, California because he saw the writings on the wall. Yep. He saw how these Democrat policies, the governor and the mayor and everybody, they were just playing games. It was all political theater. None of the rules and mandates were backed by science. You know, they were never adjusting to give the people back some freedoms. We all went along with the two weeks flatten the curve. And we're a month away from two years to flatten yeah. that curve. So I think everybody, when it comes to this... I think everybody needs to look in the mirror and check themselves. If you work for an entity that's always using your your community and your your ethnic group or whatever, always manipulating them. Come on now, y'all. We got to vote Democrat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, can we keep an open mind? Weren't these the same people ready to cancel Ice Cube when Ice Cube was trying to do a, a, con- a, a contract with black America? A list of demands. All he wanted was to sit down with both sides. And motherfuckers quick to cancel. So I am independent. I always have been. I don't work for no NBC. I'm not over there broadcasting for the genocide games. Hollywood don't control me. I do not get a check from the CCP. I'm allowed to say Taiwan is a country. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, obviously we really you know, look at the big picture. We're looking at the geopolitical ramifications of all this and we're not going to get caught up on some little, uh, uh, well, this person said this, therefore they can't have a platform. It, it all started with Alex Jones and then they came for Trump and now they're going after, uh, who's the Congress guy? Uh, Madison Hawthorne? Yeah, Hawthorne. Why? What's the reason? Because he was there at J6. First of all, to all the black people listening, it is a known fact that if, if black folk are getting together to have a peaceful protest, you're going to have agent provocateurs, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows, like, you're going to have a couple cagapalos, some people that are not really down with the movement. They're just coming in, either they're Antifa, or some people would argue that it's even some law enforcement. I don't know, I don't have a lot of evidence for that, but many people in the community believe that, man, sometimes you got people that want to come in, stir the pot, Rile people up so that they can shut it down. Have I lost anyone? No. I think everybody at this point is nodding along. Now, is it possible that they're willing to do it to frame the Trump people on January 6th in D.C.? How is that all of a sudden, oh, no, cleanest, fairest riot? 
all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like, there was zero Antifa there. There were no FBI agents. There was zero. Oh, no, I saw what I saw, and I saw what I needed to see. He said, drink bleach, and those were Trump tards ready to take over the country with zip ties. When the, as soon as this all started unfolding, as far as like this administration taking office, the way everything was happening, I had been saying that this, the pendulum, you know, going, it's gonna, it's 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 so far one direction, it's gonna swing back and it's gonna be a fucking hammer of Thor kind of thing, and that's what we're seeing. In first and foremost, in the form of it falling apart, the narrative falling apart so hard and so quickly before we even get to Canada, which we'll eventually get to today. What's happening with CNN and the press secretary and the White House and the media, you know, and uh, Zucker and CNN's falling apart and all these things that are happening, it's because Americans are not as stupid as they're portrayed in movies, you know? It's always like this dumb American, right? No, Americans are very smart and they're, they're listening to not just uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, but they're hearing what AOC and the, and the counterparts are saying and they're just like, oh, wait a minute. And they're, and they're tired of being told that they're racist. Yeah. They're tired of being told that they're Nazi white supremacists when they're just working class people that are maybe about populism. Maybe they want power back to the people away from the government. Maybe they want to put America first. Maybe they want to vote America first without feeling guilty. You know what I'm saying? What a weird statement to have to say, though. You well, feel guilty for voting America first, and then they want to—they want you to be guilty for listening to Rogan. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw what I needed to see. No, you didn't. You had an opinion assigned to you, and I side with Jay Prince when I say I do not believe Joe Rogan. We support Joe Rogan 1,010 percent. Yeah, yeah. Over the weekend, I was taking this shit super personal because as one of the people who started listening back in 09, you know, in 10 when he first started the show to see where it's gone, it's just like these people don't know shit. Like if they even listen to an episode, it was like a month ago or a week ago because of this video or what's been going on in the media about COVID. They have no idea what a decade of this show's evolution has been and this person as the host. Yeah, and people want to stand all pious and righteous and, yeah. and judge. Cast and, stones. And, yeah, cast stones and then turn around. Spotify, how much anti-black rap music do you have on your platform? How much black-on-black -black crime is being uh, uh, promoted all of a sudden? Oh, oh. We got a, oh no, misinformation. Oh no, we have a scientist on here speaking for three hours about science. Oh no, he said mass may not, oh no, he said the jab may not be, all, all, it's not working as well as we had liked. Oh no, but you got motherfuckers talking about, I'm gonna hide up in your bushes and, and spray the whole hood. Well, hey, on that note, too, uh, a really important way, you always have to listen really carefully, maybe two or three times to a news segment that you see on, either way, let's say Fox or, or MSNBC or CNN, but let's just take CNN, because the last one I saw was Brian, uh, Brian Selter, Stelter, I never pronounced that guy's name right, and somebody else, maybe Tubin or somebody, talking about Rogan and the whole Do More and Spotify, and they'll use language as, you know, people in the past in Hollywood have lost their jobs, have been fired for less, right? They've lost their... He's not hired by Spotify. He's not an employee of Spotify, and that's what they really hate. They can't fire this guy. He licensed intellectual property that he's going to get back. And then, you know what? He's going to open up his own fucking server. He's going to start his own fucking internet if he wanted to, because he can do that. The fans will follow this man wherever he goes, because he has done so much for them in a decade that most of the government has never done for somebody's entire generational family. Yeah, and they're using a tactic against him and anybody that sticks their neck out for him uh including including black comedians how many black comedians have said hey rogan's my boy i know he you know what i mean he, he's not a hateful person um 
Yeah, where's where's Donnell? Where's Lil Duval? Where's Well, a lot of people post. I know, I'm uh-huh. saying like they're all like they're all siding with Rogan. Like they're not where's Chappelle obviously. They're all like, yeah, this guy's is the best. What are you talking about? Exactly. I haven't seen what everybody mm-hmm. posts. I haven't did Lil Duval post something? No, and I'm just assuming he would. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm just yeah. saying some people as like a to, friend. Some people like to stay out of that just like The Rock did because you know, obviously, The Rock looked goofy, kowtowing, and oh, now I understand his full narrative. Well, guess what? That shit backfired on you, Dwayne Johnson, because people put up all the uh, anti-disability, disabled, uh, transphobic, the like Chinese all, stuff. Oh, yeah, we're going to dig up all your little tweets now. And it never ends. And how many Mexican-Americans are like, orale, Joe Rogan's racist? And then they use the N-word. Yeah. Oh, but I'm, I'm a minority, therefore I can it's a weird it's a weird game but um it backfired on the rock in another way too that but just by saying that statement like now i see his full narrative shows that you don't understand the show or the host like you don't understand the narrative at all you don't understand the concept of the show apparently at all yeah now i understand the narrative looking at <laughs> uh check this thread out by wokal underscore distance w Wokel. yeah w-o-k-a-l all right so this thread is really good. I'll just skim through the main points. Uh, once again, the woke attempting to cancel Joe Rogan. First, they tried to cancel him over Alex Jones. Then they tried to cancel him for vaccine misinformation. Since their first two attempts failed, they're now pulling out their biggest weapon, racism. Let's talk about it. Um, it says, here's a link to Joe Rogan responding to the various allegations. You can have a look at it for context. Then we will discuss the tactics in play. Boom. Uh, basically someone edited together a video of Joe Rogan saying the N-word in his podcast. The account that did this is acting in bad faith. We know this both because they edited out the context and because that account supports Joe Biden, who also said the N-word on camera. Uh, in that video, Joe Biden is quoting someone else for a Senate hearing, which is why he said it. Context matters. The fact that the context of the Rogan video is edited out is all proof we need that this video was created and circulated in bad faith. Here's where it gets good tactics the woke use a very simple yet powerful set of social pressure tactics to get their way they're done by different people in different arenas business politics media etc but they always use those tactics with the same goal advancing wokeness and silencing silencing dissent this is how it works it starts with power mapping in their words power mapping is a tool to not only identify who holds that power but crucially, who holds influence over that person and therefore who to target with their actions. So with the power mapping, it, it lets the woke, the wokies determine who has the power to give them what they want and how they could be vulnerable to pressure. So uh, they surveyed the battlefield like this, you know what I'm saying? They want to figure out how to attack. So they map out the power dynamics, who has the power, who, who has the weaknesses, like The Rock. The Rock has employees. The Rock has a brand. The Rock has a production company. Um, once they pressure The Rock, like, oh, I see you sticking your neck out for Rogan. We're going to apply pressure here so that you could fold and be like, ah, now I understand. It's full narrative. Ah, and tries to go back in the bushes like Homer. <laughs> um, so check this out. That's if, a problem. Yep. If done correctly, Wokies can determine smaller, more vulnerable targets that can be pressured and leveraged to go after progressively larger targets, like a domino effect where we knock over the larger dominoes. Uh, and then there's the meme of this guy sending up the dominoes. Yeah. And it says, getting Joe Rogan taken, out of, taken off of Spotify completely. And then the smaller domino in the front, getting The Rock to throw Rogan under the bus. 
you know so uh that's how they work man um it goes on and on and on it has this really cool graph of like active allies passive allies people that are neutral passive opposition active opposition uh. so they're trying to like like anybody that sticks their neck out and says yep i agree boom there's gonna be feedback and backlash and how dare you what's crazy is that it after everything we've said for the last half hour on this one subject because it's a very important subject honestly like it some people might still think that it's frivolous and silly that we're spending this much time on a on a guy and a show and a podcast and you're right when you say it just like that in layman's terms it is absolutely the silliest dumbest thing but it is very important for many reasons so yeah, you, it'll have a ripple effect. 100%. Yeah. It, so if you just take the last uh, 4, 8, 12, 12 to 16 years of like U.S. politics, let's just say for the majority of, of somebody who's in my age, like in the early 30s, late 20s, we've seen Joe Breezy and Obama. Joe Breezy and Obama. Trump, you know, uh, uh, like shaking things up. And then Joe Breezy and Obama again, arguably, right? And Breezy is a real racist. Like, as real as it gets. Breezy's the real racist, and y'all worried about Rogan. And as a matter of fact, there's those compilations, right, of, of him using it in, like, Senate hearings and, and talking about mayors and governors or whatever using that word. And when, I don't know what, what, what outlet it was, when they would write, like, there, here's the full story on, you know, Joe Biden's whatever. When he was making fun of Indians talking about 7-Elevens, here's the full story. When you see the full, when you, and this is their phrasing, when you see the full context, you know that X, Y, Z. So all of a sudden for that, there's full yeah. context. But for this, context doesn't exist. Yeah, just like the Whoopi Goldberg thing. It's like, she gets suspended. Roseanne gets fired. Uh, and smeared in the mud. The hottie, the MMA hottie. She gets fired from Disney. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? I love her. What's it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Gina. Carano, yeah. yeah. She got fired. Whoopi gets two month, uh, two weeks suspension. Like, well, it's two different standards. It's a double standard. It's not applied equally. Yeah, it's, it's a, dub it's a double standard. Um, yeah, I saw my president said something about the Rogan thing. You see it? Do you have it? I, I do have I it. I got it. Yeah. Okay, pull it up. Joe Rogan needs to stop apologizing to the <laughs> radical woke. All right, let me find my president real quick. I believe I retweeted it. I hopefully China I is going to eat our lunch. Come on. Come on, man. You know, that speech was right after he got a bag. Oh, yeah. Right after he got a bag, that's when they started kowtowing to the uh, illegitimate um, transnational mafia known as the CCP. Even then, that was less, I mean, that was maybe, a, I don't know, a year or so ago. He's got so much more energy in, the, in, that, in that voice. Come on, man. Bro, who posted the uh, my, my president? It was in the Discord, right? Okay, that's probably where I saw it. Yeah, there's only a couple messages up. Shout out to the Discord. That's why I have this. Uh, this is my water container for the day now. Because I had the big jug that you gave me, and, and you see the little hands. Because <laughs> it was like a 144 ounce. It was also 30 degrees back here. And, oh, yeah. They were clowning how I had my beanie and my jacket. Uh, Log G is like, bro, put on the mini split, bro. Did you not have it on when we were recording? I think that day I, I hadn't. I didn't have it on or something. Because he didn't know how to, how to turn it on, Loke. Yeah. He was like, oh, what? What? With sun? Which one do I put it on? I put it on the snowflake? Okay, I found my president, the 45th, 46th, and 47th. And 47th. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, save America. Uh, president Donald J. Trump, February 7th statement. Uh, he said, Joe Rogan is an interesting and popular guy, but he's got to stop apologizing to the fake news. <laughs> And radical left maniacs and lunatics. How many ways can you say you're sorry? Joe, just go about what you do so well. And don't let them make you look weak and frightened. That's not you. And it never will be. <laughs> and it never will be. 
I'm calling he, him now. He's going to have him on his podcast. Please, dude. You know he's going to. He might as well at this he's point. He's going to. I know, like, dude, he's got That's going to be the thumb in the eye. It's like, hey, you bitches think I'm racist as it is. You know what I'm saying? Can like, you imagine three hours of Joe Rogan and Donald Trump? It, it'll, break, it'll break the internet. And they really going to try to deplatform Rogan because I was watching the Alex Jones with, uh, with Tim Dillon when, when Tim and Alex... <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, Joe, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> I saw... Uh, yeah, man, bro, when you go back... At the time, you have Rogan saying, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, because you're saying, you're saying stuff, and it sounds wacky, and slow Jamie, can you... Yeah, fact- he was, like, step by step Yeah, yeah, like, slow, 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 whoa, 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 you're telling me AT&T did, did, did whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. And at the time, it was kind of like, yeah, I don't know what this guy's talking about. But I'm pretty sure now, Rogan is like, fuck yeah, and it's worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Yeah. And uh, it's just amazing, like, how many of those things, like, how you can kind of survey the battlefield now right because hindsight is 2020 so when you're watching brett weinstein a year and a half ago on rogan talking about like there is a cancer of marxism permeating in our country it's like the snake is in the house and when you think about like scientists not only being up for sale some of them being corrupt a lot of these professors are bought and paid for but when you have this wokeness of like bullying where it's like, all right, fine. We're going to say shut down STEM because the people in that department down the hall think that science is racist because there's too many white folk doing science, right? Instead of saying it ain't science's fault, let's get more science out to the people so the shit could be more diverse around here. So at the top of the show, are you yeah, no, go ahead. So at the top of the show, I mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene. She, she made a really, good, really interesting point that the American people have never understood or felt more so felt the full attack of a communist agenda on the american people so they don't know what to do everyone's kind of like they're just kind of frozen in their in their feet they're, they're hearing this on tv and they're seeing what's going on in the middle of a pandemic also as well so it's like the american people don't know what marxism and communism thrown at them looks like or what to do with it the american people don't know that we're at war yeah they don't know we're under attack from within all directions and if you're another country and you want to fuck over America, either A, you're looking at this cancer spread of like, oh, look at the look at the Marxism. You know what I'm saying? Either you're watching it spread and you're just watching America on its deathbed, or you're actively spreading it. How do we make it worse? Right? What athletes do we have to buy? What Mexican American comedians do we have to buy? Like what what who else in what script can we re-edit? What what can we well how can we get Disney to kowtow for us? How do we get uh NBC to, to come over here? How do we get America to send their fucking athletes over here and catch some new variant they got and then bring that shit home? Dude, some of these athletes are getting put in quarantine camps. Yeah. Do you saw the girl crying? They like broke her spirit, like the CCP. No. Yeah, bro. Um I think MT- The one that finished last? Uh, that no. American girl that gave up her American citizenship? No, I'm talking about a white girl. They had crying. Oh. They had crying. Made a white they should have never been over there. Yeah, Those are <laughs> privileged tears. How dare you? That's what Marxism, that's how they see it. But I'm down with MTG. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> I, I, got, I love MTG. I feel like she's brave. We need more people like her. Uh, they've tried to slander her and vilify her as this crazy Georgia woman. But she understands how... You know, the government overreach, the swamp, how those uh, political dissidents and under the jail, the J6 people, how they're not getting due process. She's the only one speaking up about a bunch of shit. She's the only one with the nuts 
to be like, we need to impeach this old ass senile man. Yeah. And the American people do not know that we're at war. There's an information war, culture war, economic war, bioengineering war, cyber war. God forbid they start hacking shit. Given the information, the American people will, you would think, after what they've seen, undoubtedly vote a certain way. We don't want to say how you should vote, but you should you know, decipher that pretty easily. And she made a really good point that... America first? Yeah, for sure. And she made a really good point of just that, America first, where... And we have a whole... If you're new to the show, if you're listening to this episode, it's your first one, just a couple of episodes ago, there's one titled uh, Primary Everybody. Mm-hmm. We talk about that. This is, this is a very important year for that. As just not day, not not week or month, but day after day, we see things unfolding, and it's more and more clear of just how important it is. Because I think it was um, Martin, uh, what's his name? He's a comedian. Uh, Martin, uh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin had a book, I believe it was called, uh, like, Be So Good They Can't Ignore You, I believe. Something to that effect. Uh This is one of those scenarios where, like, it's happening to where it's it's so good on the other side from what we're seeing right now that you have to just put faith in it. Everybody get behind each other, America first, all vote for that one idea, and then see what happens over the next four years of, of another you administration. S- you said it's so good for what's happening over there. What do you mean? Like, w- to see what it, what we could be having if he just went back to, like, what kind of Trump was doing. I don't want to say Trump was, like, the answer to everything, but in yeah, comparison, course, yeah, in course, comparison uh-huh. right? Yeah, we're not saying he's an angel and he's nice and his tweets are nice. No, but it also her 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 you know, philosophy at all is, like, we just can't get any Republican in there. You've yeah. got to make sure that you're Absolutely. going for the right people yep. who, are, who are the Lily Tangs of the world, who are the hers of the world, essentially, who are telling you, like, look, it's really about America versus communism or yeah. America versus free, you know, or not having freedom. Yeah. Yep. But a lot of people just don't get it. They don't yeah, get that. Yeah, because somebody's Republicans be the worst ones. She's like, we got to get Liz Cheney out of there forever. We got to get, you know, Adam Kinzinger out there forever. That's the idea. It's not just DR. Yeah, it's Mitch, who's Mitch got Ma- the D, who's yeah, got the R. Exactly. Mitch McConnell, uh, Lindsey Graham be bullshitting, Mike Pence be bullshitting. Um, what's the name? What's the, the boy they say is a rhino? Crenshaw. I mean, Crenshaw. Crenshaw, we keeping an eye on you. Um, but I tell you what ain't working. What ain't working is the record number of fentanyl deaths due to the wide open border the ccp is pumping their dope the ccp is attacking us and actively killing americans with their fentanyl in partnership with the cartel um what ain't gonna work is disarming good law-abiding citizens that's not gonna work bethel o'rourke um what else overspending inflation out the wazoo this uh weak-ass foreign policy i'm old enough to remember when we had a president that kept it cool with everybody you know what I'm saying? In other words, he he checked Putin. He stepped to Putin. Was like, nah, bro, you ain't even had this pipeline over here. We're getting out this Paris Climate Accord. We about to do tariffs and shit with China. Y'all y'all been having the upper hand for decades. Uh, Mexico, you got to pitch in with this um, debacle at the border. Like, motherfucker was uh uh-uh, uh NAFTA. We ain't doing that no more. We got to do it like this. Somebody that was do having peace through strength that had I, Iran at bay. You know what I'm saying? North Korea. I mean, everything between like the beef that Israel had with Palestine, like he some people don't like the conservative approach, but like it was pretty freaking peaceful. You had the Abraham Accords. Don't nobody want to talk about peace in the Middle East. Like the media abused y'all so much that y'all don't even know how good y'all had it. When you were saying that early on of us barely starting this podcast and you did a couple of interviews on other shows and you said like we had peace and you know, we had peace for the yeah. first time. They, they would just be like, nah, man, what are you talking about? What do you about? mean? We got bases all over the world. I said, no new wars, bro. Yeah. I mean, 
I could have swore I said it on some some interview somewhere. It might have been on here where we're saying like, wait till this old man get us back to war. Sure enough, wait till taxes go up. They hired 80,000 IRS people. Now they want to give away crack pipes, smoking kits in the name of equity. What, what is the name of this thing? The, well, it was a part, if I believe, if I'm correct, it was a part of the American Rescue Plan that was, that was passed uh, a while back. It always has a good name. Yeah, well, they, they just throw, well, a, they throw it in, like, right? They just bundle it, bundle American it in. American Rescue. So, um, let's see. Yeah, the, Joe Biden is giving out $30 million in free crack pipes. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. This is from the Washington Examiner. Biden administration distributes syringes and crack smoking kits for equity. A grant program funded by the Biden administration will furnish syringes and safe smoking kits, among other items, as a means of equity. The deadline for the $30 million program is Monday. This is yesterday by the time we recorded this. With the Department of Health and Human Services distributing funds to nonprofit groups, local governments, among the items, the grant will pay for the syringes and smoking, safe smoking kits and supplies. <sighs> So this kit will also uh, will allow users to smoke crack, cocaine, crystal meth, and other illicit substances, the Washington, the, the Washington Free Beacon reported. I mean, haven't we seen how that panned out in places like Portland and, and, and L.A.? You know what I'm saying? San Francisco. Like, you have to factor in human motivation, incentives. Yeah. If you say we decriminalize, you know, like you can snort cocaine in Portland, and the only illegal part of that is the straw. <laughs> the plastic straw is like whoa 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 the cocaine is cool so look both the syringes and the smoking kits are designed to prevent the transmission of infections one of the priorities for recipients is receiving under a resourced popu- is wait for the recipients is serving under resourced populations that's one of the incentives one of the one of the priorities to service them right under resource populations, including racial, ethnic, sexual, and gender minority groups aligning with an executive order President Joe Biden signed upon taking office. This the goofy shit, man. This, this the, seems unreal. This dude. the goofiest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I'm sure the people that believe, well, Joe Rogan's a racist because I saw it my own two eyes. They probably think like, well, I think Joseph Breezy, you know, his, his head is in the right spot and this should all work out well for the community. It should all pan out. A whole bunch of druggies hanging out in your neighborhood. Like they literally saw, I think it was in, um, I don't know if it was in Harlem or what, what neighborhood in New York where these liberal progressive Democrats wanted to spend money creating these programs where they would have like a facility, right? Where they would probably pay, pay rent and shit. And then they'd, they'd have like a, almost like a clinic, but druggies would be able to go and shoot up under supervision. So they'd give them either like methadone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So they were enabling, but they wanted to do it like in a safe context. That way they well, don't safe space. Yeah. Like they don't have to go in an alleyway and do it. Right. But what happened? Well, the neighbors start complaining. They're like, uh, I've never seen this many druggies in this little area until now. Check, so let's remember this too. During his long run as a U.S. Senate, in, in the U.S. Senate, Biden helped create the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986, which provided sentences 100 times greater for people passing crack, sorry, possessing crack, when compared to the same amount of uh, powder cocaine. The policy was widely criticized as having a disproportionate impact on minority communities, and the Biden administration now backs a bill undoing the disparities. So what you just said, uh, I remember in a sociology class when they were trying to make me a lefty Larry, which thank God I didn't 
they're like, we really want you to join the department. Like, you sure you don't want to switch majors? You sure you don't want to be sociology major? They're like, this guy's going to be a problem in the future. <laughs> and thank God I didn't go that route because I'd have been, what, a social worker? No offense. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. I mean, even with my business degree, I couldn't find no goddamn work. You know what I mean? I still couldn't get hired no fucking where. It would really been a goofy situation. So that story you told, I remember the professor, uh, Dr. Gentry, she she brought that up. She was she did a whole lesson about that law where she'd say she was basically saying crack cocaine is pharmaceutically the same to cocaine. Like it's the same chemical. Sure, you have to uh sure it makes it not not stronger. It concentrates it because now they're smoking it. Right. And she explained how it's kind of like taking a shot of liquor versus like a martini a mixed drink or mm. something, right? So she's like, it's pharmaceutically the same. She said, why is it then? Why is it that if you get caught with X amount, you're going to get, you know, like you just said, way more time, like 25, whatever, X amount of years for this amount, a rock. A hundred times greater. Yeah, a hundred times for having like a crack rock in your pocket. So if... If you live in a community where, like, that's your only out, you live in a food desert, you live in the hood, um, there's been no economic development, no investment, no entrepreneurs are incentivized by the banks to come in and put businesses, and all you have is, like, a couple Korean-owned fried fish spots and a hair weave place, also owned by Koreans, and a beeper store, also owned by Koreans, right? Like in a movie, Medicine Society. Yeah. And you decide to get into the crack game, well, now you get caught with a rock. Boom. Thanks to Joseph Raheem Breezy, y'all's president. They'd have threw the book at you like you was a J6 person versus you a white boy and you get caught with a whole bunch of cocaine and you get a slap on the wrist. This is all some racist ass shit that Joseph Raheem Breezy did. So courtesy of the Democrats. Let me, let me just finish reading the article real quick. It's, it's kind of it's short. So while some city, cities such as Seattle have distributed smoking kits and syringes to residents in order to facilitate safe drug use, others have banned them. Maryland legislators scrapped a similar plan uh, after getting blowback from black leaders and from law enforcement, said the Free Beacon. Oh, yeah, and then lastly, the grant uh, program also provides safe sex... Uh, safe sex kits, screening for infectious diseases, and uh, wound care management. Oof. Bro, uh, I don't know how fucking tinfoil hat we're allowed to go on this show, um, but Dr. Naomi Wolf, do you, have you heard of her? I heard the name. I feel like Sam Tripoli's talking about her. Well, she's pretty official. Um, a lot of the stuff that's happening, she was one of the first people to be like, they're going to want to have a Vax Passport app you know super smart woman mm -hmm. uh traditionally liberal democrat but bro if you follow her on getter i don't know if she's still on twitter but bro she was basically posting some stuff that i gotta read a little bit deeper about yeah supposedly supposedly like you know when the aids epidemic was happening I think some people said it was due to the medicines that fauci was pushing on the hiv patients so the patients had hiv which might have been made in a lab mm -hmm. i don't know how they what you know i don't know what have supposedly had to it was a suit <laughs> pick your words carefully here are we still on the goddamn google machine it's monday of course okay, or it's wednesday I, sorry bro i don't yeah, i don't yeah. have the schedule memorized you're okay. right you're right you're right somebody go look into doc what dr naomi wolf is saying let me let me just see if y'all can pick up what i'm putting down 
supuestamente, allegedly, el ya... El SAS... El SAS te puede dañar. You know, your immune system is, is natural. Yeah. Your immune system is natural. So if a foreign... If somehow, some way, your immune system was to be compromised, damaged, broken, it could lead to an autoimmune, like in, like that type of AIDS type of disease. What's your name again? Naomi Wolf? Dr. Naomi Wolf. You got to catch up, Rob. This sorry, is, this sorry. Is, if you want to be a member of the Tamal Intelligence Agency, patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Help protect our free speech because I'm tired of walking on eggshells. Join the newsletter. Come on over to patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales and join the Discord. Keep up. Speaking of, I will delete this Discord immediately. <laughs> like people were saying. Apparently, Keep up, Joe. Uh, Rob. How dare you? Uh, I saw the Joe Rogan right here. No, yeah. No, they're saying that uh, they, they sent a screenshot like a, of a Discord that got deleted by like a disgruntled member of the group or whatever. Did you see that? That's that's some scary shit there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody yeah. could just wipe it. Or I guess the platform could wipe it, but I don't think we got to worry about that. Yeah, no. Um, okay, she's a okay, white lady. Little, uh, <laughs> little. Damn, bro, you a Marxist, bro. You got <laughs> to look at the race first. <laughs> well, I don't, you know, didn't expect it. Naomi Wolf? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, dude. Um, she, I mean, she called a lot of this stuff, dude. Um, like, just, just, just the games they play. She's got um, a book called uh, The End of uh, America. Wow. Um, let me see some of the stuff on her getter. Letter of warning to a young patriot. Might have to get that book. Oh, wow. Look at this. Uh, Canada's government is preparing for a false flag event like J6. I knew that was coming next. They're going to do it. They're going to pull a J6 on the Canadian truckers. And hopefully, if any Americans are paying attention, they'll be able to see and be like, oh, from the outside looking in. It's obvious, obvious that shit's fake. Maybe they could do that to us here. Huh, they already did. Um, I really want to find what she said about the, like the autoimmune. Oh, and supposedly, bro, there was some documents that leaked from, uh, I guess, a whistleblower, like the department, some government department that has to do with, um, almost like the VARES in a way oh, okay. of the government. Mm -hmm. So basically, like. If you compare the death numbers from last year to this year, and since we have a jab, you would think it'd be either equal or less. It's greater. It's greater. Yeah. So something ain't adding up. Um, okay, check this out. Whew, I don't know if I could read this. This Fuck is it. from the New York Post. The New York Post.com. There you go. You cited the, the news source. New York Post.com says some COVID-19 vaccines could increase risk of HIV researchers warn quote researchers are warning that more needs to be learned about this side effect before covid night uh the jab 19 sas el, the cerveza sickness el yab are rolled out to vulnerable populations this is from the new york post.com um New York Post had a nice uh, cover page right here. Free the smiles. Mm. Hochul and Adams must lift school mask mandate just like New Jersey. And then, uh, and then they show they aren't wearing masks. It shows uh, Mayor Garcetti with Magic Johnson, Stacey Abrams in the classroom with the kids, mm -hmm. and AOC hugged up in Florida. It says they aren't wearing masks. Neither should our kids. If you have not realized by now that public schools are nothing more than government indoctrination camps, then I don't know what to tell you. You probably also believe that um, 
that Joe Rogan is racist. You probably also believe that uh, rap music promoting black-on-black crime is totally fine. And they play it on our airwaves here in Houston all the time. Uh, you want to move into Canada or this Biden official is trying to recalculate the U.S. COVID hospitalizations? Oh, conveniently, they midterm elections are coming up. So now they're trying to make it look like, oh, see, look, we fixed COVID. So what they're saying that they're trying to do is go through and work with the health, the healthcare systems to uh, differentiate people that came in for COVID versus having something else and being diagnosed with COVID is the claim. All of a sudden. Yes. All of a sudden, they want to figure out if you're, if you're in there with COVID or from COVID. So I, I'm old enough to remember when they did the opposite. When they, tried to cl- when they tried <laughs> yeah. to like anybody, oh, I stumped my toe. I remember being old enough to be scared, just being scared to say, are you sure that they died of it or with it? Are they in the hospital because of it or with it? You know, but here we are two years later. Here we are. You're not allowed to say que el yab is not working as effective as we would have liked. Remember when I'm old enough to remember when all yeah I'm old I'm old enough to remember when all the Democrats when Trump was like we have a beautiful vaccine I pushed the FDA and Big Pharma harder than they've ever been pushed Dr Fauci said it wouldn't have been possible and I made it possible Operation Warp Speed is historic and he brought out the jab and he's like I got it done if you want it it's here. All the Democrats were like, I'm not taking it. You try, I don't know if I trust the CDC. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's in that? Yeah, and then, I'm old enough to remember everyone in this administration saying, are you going to take it? I'm not going to take I'm it. I'm not going to take oh, it. Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a Trumper. I can't take Trump's jab. And then January 20th rolls around. Biden gets selected. Uh, they, put him in, they put him in there. Uh, Biden, you know, Biden, pre- Biden prevailed. He successfully found a way to get up in there, in the chair. And then all of a sudden, they change their tune. And they're like, well, if you're not taking it, you're a fucking heathen, anti-science mouth breather. And you're, and you're a, a, a coronado denier. History, the way history is going to be written from, you know, obviously from here going forward, is going to be really interesting because we're living through the most, <clears throat> the, the most rocky time for information. Books getting pulled, can't say that, don't say this, hide that, scrub it from the internet, scrub it from archives, whatever, whatever, bury it down deep in the fucking cells of the Pentagon. Make sure it doesn't make it into the metaverse where everyone's going to be ushered in. So, you know, they always say history is written by the winners, right? History is written by the victors. I don't know what's going to be considered a victory for us right now. Like, is it as simple as a new new administration takes over, reverses some of this nonsense, and we go about our, our business? But this won't go forgotten. Something will be written about this time. And I'll be really curious to see what our kids are going to be reading about what's happening right now. Um, the way it's going to be written, they're going to say there was a racist document known as the Constitution. Oh, God and there was a it. racist man named Joe Rogan. And there were some brown-faced white supremacists named Robin Shingle. <laughs> and all these people were pushing misinformation. And being racist, and there were white supremacists. The brown face of white supremacy. And they were pushing misinformation, medical misinformation, because it was perfectly safe. And Joe Biden is from the most, the most uh, uh, safest, cleanest elections, where there were no shenanigans, and there's no reason... 
for race people to go do re-canvassing in Pima County and Maricopa County and so on and so forth. And then in small asterisk at the bottom. But ironically, they were supported by a huge swarms of fans who funded their podcast and allowed them to do interviews and allowed them to grow. And so did Joe Rogan and all these other people. But don't pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to the following and the fans and the supporters. They were still wrong and racist. Yeah. Thankfully, there was a brave corporation known as GoFundMe who was wise enough, <laughs> who was wise enough to allow funds to go to uh, radical leftist groups that created the CHOP and the CHAZ, and they got all their funding for their soy products so that they can have the sustenance to protest peacefully as they burned Portland down. <laughs> Meanwhile, they were wise enough and honest enough to confiscate funds for the racist, radical Nazi Confederate flag-toting Canadian truckers so that they can redistribute it to positive groups like BLM. I'm old enough to remember when GoFundMe would actually fund the thing you paid for. Yep, I recall. So there's some development on that, by the way, if you want to shift into some Canada talk before we end today's show. Yeah. They, so if we're keeping up with it correctly, first they put like a pause on it. Then they said that they, they got new information from law enforcement saying that it went from a peaceful protest to a, what do they call it? An occupation, right? And then there was violence in the occupation, which by the way, there's still been no reports that I've read of actual yeah, they could just violence. Say they can just say it. And then they said that they were going to redistribute the funds to uh, whatever charities they deemed appropriate. And then they said you could fill out this form, get your money back. And then people started making a really good point that instead of filling out their form to get your money back, you should contact your bank so that they get hit with chargebacks. So that every time, if you and I both said to our bank, they're not using the money we paid for for the thing we wanted, they'd get hit with like a 20 or $30 fine. So that would have like crippled a part of their business. So instead, now the newest development is they're just going to automatically, which they should have done this, they're going to refund everybody their money. I will never use GoFundMe ever, 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 ever again. And I'd advise you to do the same. Give, send, go's already got like $5 million for them. Give, send, go. Um, for the truckers? Yeah. I thought it was more. It may have gone up. This was, this was this morning. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty recent. Uh, what, uh, what's up with SNL Ukraine failure? <clears throat> We're going to go out on that video. You, have you seen it? No, it's I have really no long. Idea. So I'm gonna tell you to tell me when to stop. Okay. So let me just cue it up and maybe give me an idea of what you think you were gonna see here. No, you tell me. What do you think we're gonna see in this video? Oh, what, do you think okay. what, what are you expecting from an oh, SNL Ukraine? SNL. They're probably gonna do a talking point for the White House and make it seem like, um, you know, there was a brave exit. And oh wait, you know, Ukraine. I'm thinking Afghanistan. Okay. Basically, uh, Biden is a strong, tough man who can finally stand up to Putin. And we need to, uh, Ukraine is our ally. They need to be a part of NATO. Putin's the bad guy. And America's saving the world by go sending troops to Europe. Mr. President. <laughs> Mr. President, the situation in Ukraine is growing tenser by the hour. Putin has amassed over 100,000 troops at the border. We're even getting some reports that Russia has already invaded, but those are from the same people who said Tom Brady retired. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. You know, what about the NATO forces? Are they ready to back us up? Well, every country is sending supplies to Ukraine except Germany. They're staying out of it. Oh, man. Germany doesn't want to go to war. You know it's bad. <laughs> Sir, if I may, Russia's military presence may be the least of our problems. We've been tracking the spread of Russian disinformation in Ukraine, and there are some lies Ukrainians don't know what to believe anymore. Russia tried that during our last election, too, but it didn't work. 
Well, 40% of Americans think you lost the election, so it kinda did. Take a look at these posts that are circulating on Ukrainian Facebook. Ukrainian border encroaching on Russian troops. Russian forces surrounding Ukraine just to give it big hug. Ukrainian president horny for drama, wants war, slap me harder daddy. I'm gonna break my New Year's resolution and say, malarkey. They're also bringing our country into it. American CDC strongly recommends Russia invade Ukraine. Wait, did the CDC really recommend that? For a few months in 2020, the science was changing so bad. There's also this. Neil Young to remove music from Spotify unless Ukraine surrenders. And this one's unbelievable. Are you a lonely Ukrainian woman in search of love? A hundred thousand troops are standing by to talk to you at soldiersonly.com. My God. I mean, it is a good idea for a website. They're even turning our most beloved heroes against us. I don't always get invaded, but when I do, I prefer Russia. Not to mention this, why I gotta be Ukrainian when Russia two feet away? Nothing is sacred to them, not even guy checking out hot girl. And, and it's not only memes, sir. Look at this video a Russian spy posted on TikTok. It's a video with 8.7 million views. Dude, this fucking thing. Have you gotten anything out of this? Man, give it 30 more seconds. No, I mean, what the hell was that dancing? (laughs) Choreography wasn't even crisp. (laughs) Gotta log into my Finsta and flame those guys in the comments. Unfortunately, Mr. President, this goes beyond social media. Look at this commercial that's airing on Ukrainian MTV. I can't take it anymore, babe. I'm a typical Ukrainian teenager, and I have no hope for my future. Tell me about it, Sears. That's why I'm thinking of going to Russia, which I stand. Russia? You mean the land of wealth and freedom? Bop! That's right. I hear you can get a job in Russia right away, mining arsenic and potash. And whatever potash they don't use for fertilizer, you can get to eat. Slay, king! But Russia is too popular. We'll never get in. You're right. If only Russia could, could come, come to, to us. us. <laughs> the student for the Russian invasion so, in Ukraine. <clears throat> so here, here's, here's where my mind goes. My mind goes to, we have, in America, we have so many real threats, like uh, our biggest strategic foe, the CCP. We have inflation. We got the border. You know what I'm saying? We got this illegitimate regime. I can go on and on and on in terms of problems that we should really be worried about. Speaking of borders, it should be our own southern border we need to be more concerned with. This is just almost like Democrat sketch show trying to push Democrat talking points of like, we need to be focused on Russia, Ukraine. The Ukrainian president already said Bro, leave us the fuck alone. Y'all, y'all trying to stir the pot. Even Putin and all, you know, a lot of the people in Russia are like, y'all 
keep trying to make us go to war. Y'all keep interfering. It's y'all's fake news and the Western media trying to create hysteria over here. And then when they do send a reporter to Ukraine, they're always like, uh, it looks like life is going on and people are enjoying themselves and nobody's really worried about it. And, and then the pre Ukrainian president told Biden, like, on that phone call where they won't release the transcript, he was basically saying, like, we're here. We're boots on the ground. I have good information. We live here. Y'all looking at satellite pictures. Y'all trying to stir the pot. And first of all, Ukraine is not really an ally to America, even though Rachel Maddow would be like, we have to go over there and help our allies. Ukraine is not a part of NATO. The American government and the Democrats or whatever, this propaganda, they trying to just make us focus on some shit that's like so not even top priority. Meanwhile, the CCP about to invade Taiwan, uh, Xi Jinping being coronated on the national stage. They got a new variant over there. You know what I mean? They got the genocide games going on. All these corporate sponsors kowtowing over there. Coca-Cola over there spending money. We're sending athletes over there. Meanwhile, they got this little charade. Like, I'm really curious. How does this skit resolve? Like, what's the, what's the last minute? Okay, let's go. What's, to their, what's their point? SNL made a seven-minute sketch. <laughs> Bro, Jesus Christ. Something fun and simple that everyone can get behind. Like a drone strike. <laughs> okay, okay. Mr. President, I think your generation could learn a lot from mine. Like, we don't believe in drone strikes. We believe in breaking down our enemies psychologically. <laughs> That's why I'm going to DM Putin and say, Oh my God, I loved your outfit the other day. Was that Old Navy? <laughs> <laughs> He's all like, do they think I'm poor? In three weeks, he will have completely lost his mind. Have you done this before? Does the name Giuliani ring a bell? <laughs> wow. That's her code open. That was it. That's her code open. Debacle Night Live. I mean, Saturday. Oh, my God. Well, Chris Farley's rolling in his grave right now. I mean, they just become like the mouthpiece to uh, Jen Psaki and Biden. Like, I mean, at least they throw a couple little jabs in there for like, oh, malarkey. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, come on, man. I mean, y'all's ratings are doing that bad. Like, don't nobody care. Yeah. Um, as far as other things, I mean... I was I only saw literally the first minute of that. I was like, "There's no way this gets any better," and it didn't. Yeah, no, not at all. And and the worst part about it is that they they're in the middle of this code open sketch. They're trying to kind of like like I said, echo and push this idea that we have any business over there. Like we're looking weak as fuck. It was like the worst exit of Afghanistan. The worst exit of Afghanistan. Like, they left people behind. Soldiers died. All because Biden wanted to be able to say, uh, I got out by 9-11. On September 11th, we got out of this long, bloody war. And just did not do it strategically. Um, internal documents and leaked emails and shit show that they did not have a plan. So we're looking weak on the world stage. Meanwhile... All the world leaders are, saw that 
they they saw that whoever's pulling the strings, like I mean, all these woke generals, they're purging our military. That if you know you got to be of a certain ideology, you know they're threatening to kick out soldiers and all this type of stuff. They're they're paying for trans uh, surgeries and treatments and hormones with taxpayer dollars with the military. Like it's a big old joke. And now we want to go poke the bear over there, literally. Yeah. We're like, come on, Ukraine, come on, y'all, let's start a fight, let's start a fight, let's start a fight. And who are they sending? The sons and daughters of the deplorables. That's who's going. The working class, blue-collar people who are tired of being called racist and motherfucking Nazis and white supremacists. All they want is a little less fucking inflation, stop raping us at the gas pump, and act like you care about national security. Because it's a matter of time till somebody comes through that southern border and blows themselves up some goddamn word. Primaries kick off March 1st, everybody. Pay attention to your local elections. Tell us in the Discord who to follow, who's in your area, who's spitting real game. And we'll go from there. For sure. We're going to take a break and knock out a Chingo Chats. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you in the Discord. Don't forget, patreon.com forward slash redpiltamiles. On my website, chingobling.com, we have a newsletter. You can sign up for free. Get in the loop. Um, also, we have a, a new vlog posted every Friday. It's free in the members area. You just create an account on chingobling.com. Just takes your email. Y'all be good. Talk to you soon. Sass.